0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I just counted them up. Wednesday, I made a two-hour video giving you 33 reasons why you should come to the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. Thirty years ago, God began giving me prophecies saying that one day, He's going to use me to win thousands upon thousands of souls to His kingdom, including an audible voice, a vision, a dream, six prophetic words, 33 in all, and I believe that I have been directed to organize a meeting to release Sevenfold Miracles. We're asking those who believe in the warning given to Dimitri Dudeman that America is the mystery of Babylon, willing to sow a key of David's seed, commit to a three-day consecutive fast, and believe in the end times to come to this crusade. During this crusade, we're asking people to walk the steps of Moses by observing Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, which is April nineteen to twenty-two. We believe. That once we have fasted, sewn the key of David, and opened the doors, and followed the steps of Moses, God is going to release the sevenfold miracles like no person or angel in human history has ever seen. If you want to attend, register at sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. There are only 500 seats available. We expect to have several thousand wanting to come. That's sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Register while there are still seats available. sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. If you've been listening to the Prophecy Club for a while, you've probably heard me quote some amazing prophecies, and you probably thought, man, I'd like to have a copy of those prophecies. I've put together my selection of the most quoted speakers we've had at the Prophecy Club, and by getting this offer, you will have the most important information from 25 years, 160 guest speakers that have made 330 DVDs, in my opinion. It's called Stan's Quote Material. The first one is The Storm Judgment Revival. You've heard me say Shane Warren many times. Revelations for the Midnight Hour, Maurice Scalar. I saw the dollar dead, Daniel Davis. The End of Times, Augusto Perez. Will You Survive America's Fall, Doug Metzger. Catastrophe Meteor Tsunami Earthquake, Ephraim Rodriguez. Meteor Destruction of America by me and the most important one, Wake Up America by Demetri Dudeman, and a book called Prophecies of the Fall of America. That's nine DVDs, one book, valued $280 for a gift of just $75. That's right, $280 worth of material, nine DVDs in a book for $75. And it's called Stan's Quote Material. You get it at prophecyclub.com. Stan's quote material. I would even say Stan's favorite quote material. You want the best information? You get this offer. Stan's quote material, nine DVDs and a book, $280 value for $75, prophecyclub.com. Now we're going to listen to one of them, I Saw the Dollar Dead
1: by Daniel Davis. And cycles, because the Bible is a very cyclical book, just like the stock market is cyclical, up, down, up, down, up, down, the Bible is cyclical. If you find something that happened in the history of the Bible, it's probably going to happen again, and the cyclical historical story is going to tell you the outcome based on what happened the last time. Amen. So uh, so one thing that I have learned is that we need to look in our lives as believers, not at the micro Cosms or the micro-problems, but we need to understand the macro-problem, or the macro-enemy. And the macro-enemy, I believe with all my heart, is Agenda 21. Agenda 21 is a diabolical United Nations plan. By the way, United Nations was dreamed up and created by communists. And we've all bought into it and helped uh, fund it and and have played along with this uh, United Nations dream of a one world system and one government under under one uh, one United Nations. And uh, this Agenda 21, if you will, just Google it and begin to study it yourself. You will find out that Agenda 21 is the it's the goal for total world domination, total control total dissolution of all national and sovereign property lines, and a a scooping in of all people on planet Earth under one government, one system, to be told where to live, how to live, where to work, how long to work, typically communism on steroids. And uh, so if you will understand what Agenda 21 is, you will understand then what the macro problem is, because we can talk about the dollar which is a micro problem that's going to lead us to the macro problem. We can talk about uh socialism and communism and debt and we can talk about uh all of the uh, all of the uh, terrorist plans and we can we can deal with all of these things and they all lead you to the macro. So don't forget that that the macro you, you, we need to go to the root. If you know the root then you can pray and you know how to stay away from the root, right? You know how to deal with the root. But if we're just picking fruit off the tree, we're going to be in Prophecy Club meetings for a long time, picking a lot of fruit. And we just go to the root with this thing in prayer, and we can be very, very successful as kingdom believers. Okay, uh, let's go back to scene one of the dream. I want to talk about the three statements that were made. And I want to reveal to you some of the things I believe that the dream is saying. I don't have the exclusive on this. Some of you have already heard what the dream was about and you already have some ideas what the Lord's speaking to you. Please write those down. If it, uh, if the shoe fits, wear it and run with it, okay? So I have what I believe that the, the Lord has told me, but there are, there can be so much more that I may not have seen. So please, you feel free to, to uh, jump in there and write down what the Lord's speaking to you. First of all, the, the man said, America, as you have known it, has ceased to exist. Now, how many of you remember baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet? That's America as I've known it. When I grew up, that was America to me, and uh, we sang songs about it. We lived the deal. We lived the dream, and we and I I lived in an America that I thought was secure and. Strong and vibrant, and all of a sudden this man comes along in a dream and tells me it 's gone America 's not gone. America, as you have known it, has ceased to exist now this could be good or it could be bad, and while I believe there are certain elements of it that w- that are certainly bad, I believe for you and for myself, there are certain elements that can be very, very good um, because we know. How many of you know that a caterpillar has to go into molting before or into its cocoon before it becomes the butterfly? Uh, what if America has lived the first 400 years and crawled along as a caterpillar doing great works and God has a greater plan, which could be the butterfly stage? And in the middle could be a cocooning stage where America just doesn't even know who she is while she rests and changes and molts. Um, on the other hand, we do know that that uh, the Agenda 21 boys are trying to wear America out and wear her down so that they can jump her like hyenas while she's down. And uh, so there there can be good or bad in here. But we do know that America, as you've known it, has ceased to exist. And uh, remember what America used to be like. Well, here she is today. America's been hijacked. We're living in a, a much different nation than we lived in back in the good old days of baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. Amen? America looks a lot different. She's changed. The people have changed. The educational system has changed. The, um, uh, the children and the generation that's raising up and ruling and leading in America today, they learn different than many of us learned. They learn from a different set of teachers with a different uh, mindset than we have learned. Many of our children have gone to colleges, anti-Christ, uh, uh, non-believing colleges that were, have promoted communism and, uh, and socialism and UN agenda and all of that. And so, uh, indeed, things have changed. And it's amazing to me that uh, your reality as a believer, you believe that you are living in the truth. But if I have been trained different than you, and I'm living. My world is completely different. I'm going to believe that my world is true. My world may not true. My 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 world may not be true, but I'm still going to believe that it is, and I'll fight for it. The Bible says, "Do not move an ancient boundary stone." But I'm here to tell you that I'm I'm dealing now with teenagers and young adults who do not even believe that the Holocaust happened, in uh, in World War II because they've been told it was a lie. But the uh, the UN, Agenda 21, is famous for removing, um, removing ancient boundary stones. Ancient boundary stone, your founding fathers, who are great men and women of God, who most of them died penniless, sacrificing their wealth, treasures, and families so that we could enjoy what we have today. Most of them died with nothing. Amen. And, uh, we also, we, we have, um, on and on, history is being erased. Our Constitution, the greatest historical document that this country has ever known, is being trampled, burned, mistreated, and is openly being violated so that people will spend about a 12-year, 16-year period learning and living and understanding that constitutions don't matter. If they can just pump that into our minds that that the Constitution doesn't matter because people have gotten away with violating it now for over a decade, If we can just get that into our skulls, then they can take it away much easier. Do not move an ancient boundary stone. That's a command, not a request of God. In other words, don't mess with history. What was, was. And it should be documented and kept. And that is why today we have an entire generation of people that don't know the history. They don't know truth. And they're being set up to accept and to bring in a very diabolical system that is so anti-Christ and anti-American that you and I, we shun at the thought, but they think, well, this is a pretty bright idea, hope and change. And so uh, we have to understand that America has been hijacked. Let's talk about the beginning of the hijack. I can't tell you when it actually started, but I do know one pivotal pivotal point was the uh, Federal Reserve creation in 1913. If you ever read the book... Uh, called Jekyll Island, return to Jekyll Island, you'll find uh, the, the full account of a very illegal heist where a few legislators in Washington secretly got together without ratification, put the Federal Reserve in charge of the money supply over the United States of America. It was anti-constitutional. It was the first great demoralization of America where we learned in 1913 that you can get away with treason against your Constitution, and no one's going to do anything about it. It was a demoralizing blow against the rule of law, against the Constitution, and against our own soul as as Americans. Uh, uh, Rothschild said, Give me control of a nation's money supply, and I care not who makes its laws. Very interesting. Since then, our money supply has demoralized us. It is in violation of the Constitution. We've had the whole separation of church and state agenda that was never intended to keep the church out of the state. It was intended to keep the state out of the church. And uh, But that agenda came to demoralize us, to push us back, and to tell us, you stay in your Sunday morning church building, we'll handle everything out here in Washington. <laughs> Amen. Federalization of public education. Um, which we will find is one of the ten planks of communism, is to offer every child free education and make sure that it's your federal government that's providing it so that you can determine what ancient boundary stones they remember and which ones they forget, depending on the agenda of the rulers and leaders. Uh, abortion on demand. What a blow against the soul of America. To begin to... to. Um, uh, to take the spirit and the gift of life and make choices on who gets it and who doesn't based on whoever wants to have that authority. Totally skewed and totally um, uh, illegal law. Illicit um, law to to give someone the right to murder a human being. Some people say, and I've heard so many stories on abortion, I'm a very strong anti Abortion stand person. Very, very strong. Because I, I believe that if you can't stand for life in the womb, you can't, you're going to drink the, drink the strong drink of delusion. Because God is the giver of life. And Jeremiah, He promised Jeremiah, He reminded him. He said, Listen, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. I called you to a purpose when, before you were born. I called you to a purpose. I knew you before you were ever in your mom's womb. So, uh, if that is the truth and the Word of God is true, then, uh, then for us to even think about aborting Jeremiah would be to put our hands directly around the neck, the throat of God and His plan for Jeremiah, Jeremiah's life. And so, we have been demoralized by this abortion on demand. And as you know, now the federal government is more aggressive, willing to abort a child as that child is being naturally born at nine months. Uh, if that, if that, you decide at the very last moment you want to take that precious child out, you can take that child out. I was in a Facebook conversation not long ago with some, uh, pro-abortion stand people and they were saying we should never force these children to come into a life, a hard life where mama can't take care of them or provide for them. Be better just to send them straight to heaven. And that is their absolute stand. They believe it would be better. And two of them were nurses who said, you wouldn't believe what we see down here at the emergency room, children being beaten and children being abused. And it would be just better, send them to Jesus rather than them having to continue on. Well, with that type of mindset then, with that nurse, if she has a trauma in her life, maybe we should appoint someone who could decide maybe she needs to go to Jesus too. When you start the when you start the the doctrine of murder, if it's in the womb or if it's at the end of life, uh, it is anti-life, anti-God, and so we have been demoralized. And there is an entire group of people in America and around the world. I was in a. Ukraine just a few years ago, and they have abortion clinics on every street corner. We have churches on every street corner. They have abortion clinics everywhere. The typical woman in the Ukraine goes to three to five abortions during her lifetime. It's a, uh, a horrendous thing, and they, they have been brought into that through the anti-Christ communist movement that stripped them of any godly, uh, godliness they had in their lives and has trained them in, uh, in an anti-life stand. So we sit here and say, "How can they do that?" They sit out there and look at us and say, "How can they tell us not to? Light, darkness, One walking in truth, one who's drunk with the delusion that God has sent. Why would God send delusion Because they refuse to love the truth and to be saved. Which tells me, if truth ever comes to you, embrace it. If truth ever comes to me, Daniel Daves, you embrace it, or you may find yourself drinking the delusional drink. I don't want that for my life or for anyone else that I know. And so they removed uh, the Bible and they removed prayer from the public institutions, which were free education institutions uh, brought out by the federal government. And so now we have removed the Bible and prayer. I don't know if you've studied this, but I have recently, that the Constitution um, is resting on a foundation. And the foundation is the Word of God. And if you take the foundation, the Constitution cannot stand. And the foundation has been removed out from America, and that's why the the Constitution is so easily falling. That's why this system and those who are pushing their agenda, that's why they did not, um, that's why they didn't start with the Constitution. They started with the Word of God. Once the Word of God was effectively removed, They gave it a little bit of breathing time. Let's get a generation of students out the door that have never heard the word of God, never been involved in a prayer. Uh, Then we can begin dealing with the Constitution which was resting on the foundation, which is gone. Destruction of the family unit, marriage is redefined. We know that these things are happening right now. More demoralization. Demoralization of a country, you have to do that in order to separate people from God so that you can enslave them. People who are close to God cannot be enslaved. And the communists and the UN Agenda 21 boys and the Islamics and any other enemy who wants to take over with totalitarian control, they know that believers cannot be enslaved because they're too close to God, which ought to tell you God's opinion about slavery and God's opinion about freedom, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Of course, in 9-11 we know that the rule of law was officially suspended and the further demoralization and destruction of the Constitution and our constitutional rights really took off in high gear at 9-11 where uh, we began losing um, freedoms that we didn't even know we were losing at the time. Thomas Jefferson had a very, very interesting comment. Listen to this. The central bank is an institution of the most deadly hostility existing against the principles and form of our Constitution. I am an enemy to all banks discounting bills or notes for anything but coin. If the American people allow private banks to control the issuance of their currency, first by inflation and then by deflation, the banks and corporations that will grow up around them will deprive the people of all their property until... Their children will wake up homeless on the continent their fathers conquered. Thomas Jefferson and the others who wrote that Constitution, they knew exactly what the central bank was. And part of the whole Revolutionary War was not just kick, uh, kicking the king out of Britain, it was kicking the bankers, or kicking the, the king out of America, kicking the bankers also out of America. So they could live free. Our Constitution says that no one has the right to coin money except Congress. So in 1913, we violated that and demoralized our money supply and demoralized the people. And I don't know about you, but I didn't know all this until recently. I just thought the money was the money. Every nation had money, and uh, ours was called the dollar. I didn't know anything about it until I had the dreams and began to really research the, uh, the dollar and research how is it that this dollar is going to die and go to nothing. So when I had the dream, I began grieving. You may have found yourself recently in a grieving mode over your country, over what's going on. Grieving is normal. When something dies, when it disappears, when something ceases to exist, there is a grieving. And I don't want to stop you from grieving, but remember this. As I would teach you or speak to you as a as a counselor, if you had lost someone dear, grieve and then move on. There comes a point you have to move on, make adjustments, make movements, and get ready for the new world. Get ready for what's coming. Don't hide your head in the sand and just grieve your life away. God wants you to step up after the form of grieving, which I have had to do, and, uh, and he wants you to move forward and make progressive steps. Amen. Take some progressive steps for your faith, your family, your finances, and for your future. Now, Revelation 12, I'd like to break into this for just a moment. Revelation 12 is a very interesting scripture for me personally. I personally believe there is a lot of meat in this, in this, uh, chapter for, for the time that we're living in today. Now, the book of Revelation, so many people have their own uh, opinion and uh, uh, revelation, understanding of this book, but this speaks to me very, very clearly in the arena I'm talking about tonight. There appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. We'll find out as we read through uh, that this chapter that this woman's pregnant and about to give birth. She's going to give birth to something great because the dragon wants to abort it. I really believe this woman is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. She is clothed with the sun. She somehow has got close enough to the king of kings that she's, she's as brilliant, bright, shining as, as Jesus is. And she's got this crown on her head, and she's got the moon under her feet. I think of the moon mentality... Uh, uh, I know that I had a moon mentality. Uh, if there's a sun mentality and a moon mentality, I used to say, uh, when I was a brand new Christian, I would say, oh, don't look at me, look at Jesus. I'm just a, a reflection. I just want to reflect his glory. Well, that's a moon mentality. But the woman, she says, I want to get as close to Jesus as I can. I want to embrace him. I just, want to, I just want to move into him and him into me. We're going to become one. And then that's when you begin to shine brightly like the sun. So I see here a woman that's moving in victory and in a real relationship with Jesus. She must have been because she got close enough to the king to get pregnant. So this has to be the woman that we're talking about here. If we go on in Revelation 12, verse 13 through 17, it says, when the dragon saw he was cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. Wow. And verse 17 says, The dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. This scripture is telling me that we very well could be living in a day where the woman's on the run for a while. Where the serpent is, is making advances against her and trying to destroy her, trying to hurt her. I'm seeing it today all through the European Union. I'm seeing it today through, uh, we've got laws being passed. The Catholic Church right now is fighting like crazy just to keep their hospitals open. Uh, and, and the church is soon to be fighting to keep their doors open. So we see here that something great happens when the dragon begins to pursue the woman and we think oh that's bad oh no that's that's bad god gives her two wings of an eagle that she might fly to a place of safety i think of the united states of america that our national bird is the eagle and i also think that america is not a place um what we call terra america it's not a place here on earth America is a place in your heart. America is a spirit, the spirit of freedom, the spirit of life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness for all. I believe America is a spirit and you may have the spirit of America in you and no one can take that spirit away. Now, I'm here to tell you that the devil would like to get Terra America, but the devil can't have the spirit of America. Amen. Amen. Now, the spirit of America, if necessary, may have to fly somewhere. Maybe has to fly to some other nation. Maybe has to just fly west. Maybe has to fly... I'm going to interrupt the broadcast right
0: there. Thirty years ago, God began to give me prophecies saying that one day he was going to use me to win thousands upon thousands of souls to his kingdom, including an audible voice, a vision, a dream, and six prophetic words I believe that I've been directed to organize a meeting to release sevenfold miracles. We're asking those who believe in the warning given to Dimitri that America is the mystery Babylon, willing to sow a key of David's seed, willing to commit to a three-day consecutive fast, and believe we are in the last days to come to this crusade. During this crusade, we're asking people to walk the steps of Moses by observing Passover, Unleavened Bread, and First Fruits, which is April 19-22. through 22. We believe that once we have fasted, sown the key of David, opened the doors, and followed the steps of Moses, God is going to release the sevenfold miracles like no person or angel in history has ever seen. If you want to attend, register at sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. There are only 500 seats available. We expect to have several thousand wanting to come. That's sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Register while there are still seats available. sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. I just posted a 16-page newsletter, our largest and most important newsletter in 25 years. It gives you, in writing, all the prophecies, dreams, visions, and audible voices I've received over the last 30 years telling me to organize this sevenfold miracle crusade. It'll put you in tears. Frankly, it'll put you in tears. You can download it for free at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation just as a simple project. Surprisingly, I began to receive information on 30 revelations and two visions beyond what is found in the Bible. God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation and Leviticus, linking the feasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Topics are, Jesus returns on what feast? The secret of the feasts. Who are the two witnesses? What is the morning star? The judgment seat explained. The great white throne explained. The nations explained. What is the shout? And the parables explained. Seals, trumpets, and vials go in white water? Two amazing prophecy charts on the back flap, 12 inches by 9 inches. Imagine a book on prophecy that brings a fresh, new, accurate perspective. I don't want you to get one book for $20. I want you to get five books for $30 or 10 for $55. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Available at prophecyclub.com. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. One for 20? No, 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 don't do that. You want to get five for 30 or the best deal, 10 for 55. prophecyclub.com.